Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yeah. 
everybody, and welcome to today's broadcast of It Is Finished with your host, Dr. and Evangelist K.O. Rich. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Sunday, August the 7th of 2022. I pray that you've had a blessed and wonderful week last week, and that this week will continue to be blessed for you as well. Before we go on with today's broadcast, I would like you to visit us on our website at www itisfinished.com Again, that website address is www.itiz as in zebra finish.com And on our website, you can listen to previous ministry podcasts as well as get books for your entire family, church, and or Christian organization. And you can also listen to our Saturday prayers. Now, if you have not been joining us for our Saturday morning prayers, I ask and 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 petition you to do so i encourage you to do so because it has really been a blessing to be able to pray with the saints now that's every saturday at 6 a.m eastern standard time 5 a.m central and let me just let you know we're on for us it is finished every wednesday and every sunday at 10 a.m eastern standard time 9 a.m central and that's on spreaker spotify our heart radio google podcast cast box deezer and you can also catch us on uh youtube and rumble as well as uh, uh pot chaser so it's a we have a variety of different platforms that you can listen to us from now my largest audience i believe is on spreaker i'm still trying to build up the youtube YouTube and the rumble so one of the ways that we can build it up and share the gospel is by you sharing it on your social media platform so if you have any um, platforms that you are on whether it's Facebook LinkedIn or what have you then you all you have to do is hit that share button again we're on every Wednesday and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time 9 a.m. Central now if you're unable to tune in at the time that we air all you have to do is just go to the archives and catch us from there also you can download your favorite app that you are listening to us from and then you will also be able to tune in at the time of your choice and it will give you notifications as to when we are posting new things I, I want to um, just say to you all, some of you all have uh, messaged me and let me know that you are really being blessed by uh, this ministry with regards to Revelation. And I just want to thank you for your encouraging words. I also want to thank you just for tuning in because you can listen to anyone, but God has allowed you to come here and listen to this particular ministry with this platform that we have. And so I want to just thank you um, for uh, being obedient to that and one of the things that I, I want to make mention of um, I, one, one thing that I feel led to do is is to keep it simple um, when Jesus gave parables in the in the New Testament he you know the disciples asked one time uh, why do you give parables and and he explained to them that that basically Jesus was trying to help them to, the people to understand more about the father he was making it simple for them so that they can can easily grasp the concepts of what he was teaching them and sometimes in the body of Christ 
we can be on various levels when it comes to uh, our knowledge when it comes to our understanding and uh, even with our education i know that uh that I've had people in my family who are older people who couldn't read and write and they weren't able to pick up the Bible and read it because they didn't know how to read um, if you had given them the Bible the only thing they could have done is just look at it but they they couldn't actually read it because they didn't know how to read they didn't know how to write however they were able to listen to the word being taught to them and be able to grasp the uh, the meaning of what was being spoken to them and we have to understand that everyone is not on the same educational level because i want to help someone today uh sometimes we in the body of christ can make people feel uh a little uh inadequate because of their educational level or lack of um they may not fully grasp everything in in the bible and we can be so spiritual where we feel like oh well uh if you don't grasp it then you there's something wrong with you and your relationship with god and that is not true um, one of the things that we know in the bible was uh the uh the ethiopian eunuch he was reading the scroll of Isaiah, but he did not understand what he was reading. So what did God do? God allowed the Holy Spirit. He sent the Holy Spirit to Philip to show him where to go to meet the Ethiopian eunuch on the road. And Philip, the evangelist and deacon, he, he taught him about what he was reading how many of you may have read some things or you might not have been good in reading comprehension and so you you may be reading something but you're not fully grasping what you what you read and so this is why it is so important to um, pray before you read something and ask the Lord to open it up to you so that you will understand but in this instance in the Bible Philip he he asked the eunuch did he understand what he was reading and he did not understand he was reading reading it but he wasn't understanding and grasping who the isaiah was talking about and isaiah was um, was talking about jesus so philip took out time to explain it to him and i want to say this to uh to those who may be in the fivefold ministry teaching preaching and evangelizing and that don't don't think that everyone has a full understanding of the Bible. And also, it is not for us to condemn those who don't understand. Now, it's one thing if people are not even just picking up the word and not trying to, if they're able to read. But if, if sometimes people don't understand, and so don't feel like it's, don't act as if you're so high and mighty that you can't break the word of god down to them you're never to make someone feel bad because they do they just do not understand 
especially when it comes to the book of revelation uh, book of daniel ezekiel prophetic books some people just don't have that understanding they may not have a reading comprehension some people may not have finished school some people may have excelled but we're all on different levels when it comes to education however yes we do pray and we do ask god for wisdom knowledge and understanding but god also sent us as teachers to help teach the word and why why would uh we why would there be a need for teachers if someone just can pick everything up on the, by themselves so god did send teachers and, and preachers and, and and evangelists and different ones in order to help people to understand the word of god and yes you do have an obligation to read and and, and pray to the lord and have that relationship for yourself but there are times when people People don't have that uh, that ability to fully comprehend things and so do not ever as a leader or an evangelist as a teacher make someone feel bad because they do not understand um, something within the Word of God you may indeed understand Hebrew you may indeed understand Greek but it does no good if you can't help someone else to get there without uh, without shaming them and I just want to let someone know out there, if you don't understand certain things of the Bible, don't feel shamed. Ask the Lord to help you. Um, do whatever you can to read on your own. And then also listen to like podcasts like this who helps to break down the Word of God. Whereas some people might be going way deep into the Greek and the Hebrew. And, and it might be a little more advanced than where you're at right now. Someone like me, I'm keeping it simple. And I'm keeping it for those, uh, keeping uh, the message simple for those who may not be to that level just yet and the one thing to understand is that when we uh, for example when you send a child to school a child doesn't go immediately to the 12th grade you normally start them off with pre-k kindergarten first second all the way up and then after 12th grade if they decide to go to a trade school or go to college then they they move up from there um, one of the things that I find for myself is like right now I'm, I'm ending my statistics class and I'm, I'm I was uh, taking these uh, course I hate statistics I hate numbers okay I, I hate dealing with numbers but for the program that I'm in which um, for some of you you know I'm working on my second doctorate degree and it's in dealing it's dealing with um, community care and counseling dealing with traumatology and uh, we're required to take several statistic classes and I'm not a numbers person but thank God that I was able to get through this class <laughs> and, and, and and did well with Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do in the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, uh, but 
I had to, it, it, it takes time. You have to, uh, have to take some time in order to, um, find what, how you understand things and how you can comprehend things. And, and, and this is why, you know, in the Bible, it says that Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. And so we're not to condemn anyone. And I just wanted to let someone know out there, because somebody might need to listen to this and hear me well. You might say, well, you know what? I, I feel a little, uh, uh, I, I, I feel, I don't feel uh, confident in my ability to understand the word of God. And, and you know what? That's okay. Just take one step at a time. And for those of us who may be further along, who may be further advanced, you know, some of us, as myself, you know, have a doctorate degree and everything, it's my job to help others. God didn't send me to school just to have a title. He sent me to school in addition to the Holy Spirit first teaching me in order for me to break it down and help someone else. Amen. Before we go on with today's broadcast, please keep in prayer your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ who are going through persecution all throughout the world. We want to keep them lifted up in prayer. We also uh, want to pray for just the various things that's going on. There was a flood in Kentucky, and we want to. Uh, we know that I believe some people lost their lives. I don't have a count on that, but uh, there were people that lost their lives, and, and there's just so much that's going on every single day. There is there, there is so much that's going on. It's probably going to be something else going on by the time this broadcast airs. But we want to just know that we can always go to the Lord in prayer and we don't have to be in fear we don't have to be stressed we don't have to be worried we don't have to be depressed because we know that God he's our hiding place and whatever goes on see Bible prophecy has to be fulfilled and we can't pray it away we can't vote it away Bible prophecy has to be fulfilled but we know that we can trust in the Lord and let's open up this morning with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come before your presence this morning, Lord. We thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you will hear us, Lord, and that you will forgive us for our many sins that we have committed against you and or against others, Lord. And we ask you to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you, Lord, for coming down to save us from our sins, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to be able to have an eternity with you because if it wasn't for the work that you did on the cross we would be lost lord lord today we ask that you would be with those who are persecuted right now lord we ask that you would help them lord we ask that you would protect them lord we ask that you would uh, encourage them and that you would deliver them in the name of jesus we know that the bible speaks of martyrdom but lord we ask that you would be with them even in the, their final hours lord and whomever else would be martyred, Lord. We ask that you would be with them as well, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask that we will all be able to stand, regardless of who comes against us, Lord. We ask that we will be able to stand uncompromised in your word, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for those who are going through various situations right now, Lord. We pray for those who are in need of healing. 
We pray for those who are in need of spiritual healing, physical healing, emotional healing, in the name of Jesus. We pray for the lost right now who are who are who do not know who you are, Lord, who have not come to the acknowledgement of you, who have not accepted you right now, Lord. We ask, Lord, that they would turn their hearts over to you. We know that you give everyone the freedom of choice, but Lord, we ask that you would keep, Lord, keep trying to petition them and beckon them, Lord, to come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray, Lord, for the things that are taking place in this world, Lord. We know that you did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and the sound mind, Lord. And so, Lord, we ask that your people would not fear, but we would prepare in both the spirit and in the natural, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would be with that person who feels alone, Lord, that they will not be alone, that you will send someone their way, Lord, to give them comfort, Lord, in addition to the Holy Spirit being over them, being through them, Lord, being with them, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for those, Lord, who need healing in their body right now, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you will heal them, Lord, physically, and if not physically, then spiritually and emotionally, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you would be with those that are on their sick beds, be with those that are on their death beds, Lord, be with those who are in prisons and jails and, and rehabilitation facilities, Lord, we ask that they will come to you if they have not already, Lord, Lord, we ask that you, you would do a work in your body right now, Lord, and that we will be ready for your soon return, Lord, we ask all these things in your son's name, that you would hear our prayer, answer our prayer, Lord, and be with us. In your son's name, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen. There, there is a lot that's going on in today's time. And this is why it's so important to be able to understand the book of Revelation. And this, this is why we've been, um, once again, going through the entire book of Revelation. So that you would know the times in which we're living in. The times that are coming. And those things that you may not fully have a, an understanding of. And so we, we just um, look forward to that day when Jesus come but in the meantime we want to understand his word and get to know him better and be prepared for the things that are at hand um this past week um there was uh, uh I forget what uh, where this was this was somewhere in the UK it was some games that were going on some sports games that were going on and they and they brought out if you haven't already seen this you probably can find it on social media they brought out this big old um this big bull it's a bull and it kind of put me in the remind of the golden calf that the children of Israel had built uh, or had made and uh, when Moses had went up the mountain to uh, receive the Ten Commandments and so th this this huge bull they brought out and it had this this it was demonic you could you knew you you knew it was demonic just by looking at it I sh I just saw the clips I, I I'm not into sports and I, I don't really watch a, you know really any sports but um, these people who were in attendance they saw uh, the the, the this bull come out and it was it looked like uh it was 
It had this these red eyes. Uh, I believe it had some red smoke in it, and it it was just you could just tell that it was demonic. And they were the, the they were dancing and, and like and worshiping. I'm not gonna say like worshiping. They were worshiping this demonic beast. And and, and what this is, uh, it let me know is that the world is in full. Uh, uh, opposition to the Lord. The world as a whole is in full opposition to the Lord. And we know that the time is getting shorter because we are seeing so many things that are taking place and and, and, the, and, and we're seeing things in the book of Revelation that's being prophesied and whether they know it or not they are fulfilling Bible prophecy and we, we know that John he had witnessed many events that were uh, to take place in the future and we're seeing a lot of those things take place right now he was told to write these things down and, and and so that we could have it today so that we could read it today and unfortunately so many people are still not aware they're still not conscious they're burying their heads in the sand and in the world and in the church as to the hour in which we're living in and how close we are to the Lord's return and they keep pressing the snooze button thinking that oh well they can stop God in his tracks and keep Bible prophecy from being fulfilled but let me just say this and I know people are getting ready for the mid elections and everything I'm, 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 I'm going to be I'm going to say this and, and I'm not voting anymore you, and, and, and I, I, hey people can do what they want to do but I'm not voting anymore because I see the hour in which we're living in now to each his own but no one can vote righteousness in this country. This country is Babylon. And Babylon will fall. You can't vote it away. You can't legislate it away. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled. People are hoping, oh, Trump is going to get back in office. Trump is not God. Instead of waiting for Trump to return, we should be talking about the return of Christ. So many people are trying to fight to keep this nation when we know that we are not even a part of this world. And, 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 and the time, and I'm talking about the time in which we're living in right now. Why are we seeing so many nations in an uproar? So many nations threatening nuclear war. So, so just so many things. Perversion. Uh, it is, it is. Anytime you have to uh, tell people about what sex they are and they're identifying this and identifying it's that, and then people right now, even in New York, it's not even safe to ride the subway. People are doing things in broad daylight. You talk about inflation. You talk about food shortages. You talking about uh, 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 parts that we needed uh, for sh uh, uh, you might need for your cars shortages everywhere people are they're talking about we're not in a recession yes we're in a recession uh, sometimes they're wanting to redefine things just to justify or they're trying to make it seem as if it's not what it is and so we, we can't vote these things away people 
we 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 can't we can't think that oh because i go to the voting booth look at the time in which we're living in look at the hour in which we're living in and there is no voting this away i'm not telling anyone not to go vote i know some people tell you that i'm not going to tell you that you need to pray and ask god what you're supposed to do but let me just say this we need to evangelize we need to stop waiting for a human savior and be waiting for the savior be getting prepared for the savior trump is not our savior DeSantis is not our savior none of these people who are running for office or or are in office is our savior america is not returning to her former glory jesus is coming in all his glory come on now and therefore why why is this taking place why are we seeing so many things take place because the world has turned its back upon god in defiance they're trying to redefine marriage they're trying to redefine the sexes they're trying to tell you that oh it's about global warming and climate change no the world is changing because of sin the earth is bellowing out because of sin crying out because of sin you can go to whatever electric car you want to, but the world is going to be destroyed because of sin, not because of climate change. Jesus is coming back to this earth. You don't have to worry about the earth ending in 12 years for us, the way the world is talking about it. You need to be worried about, hey, am I right with Christ? Am I in good relationship and good fellowship with Christ? Because so many people are busy with their everyday lives, making money, going to school, homes, family, friends, and, and to give God a piece of their time. And they feel like, I don't have enough time, but we don't have time not to make time for Christ. Come on now, we don't have enough time not to make time for Christ. Because Jesus is soon to return. And the righteous, those who are righteous will remain righteous, and those who are wicked will remain wicked. And we're going to see a great falling away. It's going to be a sad day when Jesus returns and those who are found un- Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Worthy will not be caught up. Will not be ready to meet him. And those that are going to crowd to the rocks and the mountains to fall on them because to hide them from his presence. And, and you do not want to be one of those uh, unfortunate lost souls. You want to be ready when Jesus comes. You want to ensure that you're ready when Jesus comes. And, and I, you know, uh, for those of you, I, I've, I've let you know that, hey, I, you know that I never taught about pre-trip rapture. But when Jesus gave me that dream about the pre-trip rapture, then that's, you know, he let me know that there is a pre-trip rapture. And those who are left behind, you don't want to 
to be left behind because you're going to see some things, experience some things, and have to deal with some things that are going that is going to test your uh, ability to choose Christ. If you're not ready, you see, you want to be ready. You don't want to be left behind and have to deal with the things because we're not destined to God's wrath. But there is going to be a testing, a great testing. The wrath of God. Let me just say this: the wrath of God, the judgments of God are not meant for those who are his and let me just say this it is time to get right try uh, time to be in good fellowship ask the lord where you were you in your relationship with him how can you grow uh repent of your sins daily i heard some people talk about oh you don't have to repent daily once you repent that's done and over with no you repent daily and repentance is an act of humility and we all the bible says that we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and so we are in a, a season we are in this season for his return we don't know the day we don't know the hour but we know that he is coming and when the more you see things happening on this earth the more you know that we're getting closer to Jesus return and while people are preparing for midterms I'm preparing for Jesus to return and this is why many of us who are watchmen on the wall are teaching and preaching and trying to get you prepared and those who may not be prepared uh, uh, for the return of Jesus not return not not the return of Trump the return of Jesus. I'm hearing prophets talk about he's anointed and all this kind of stuff. Let me just say something, people. Jesus is coming back. Jesus is soon to return. The, the world is crumbling all around us. We're seeing the United States in a position that we have never seen it in before, where, where nations don't respect us anymore, where nations is threatening us, where nations is dictating to us what we can and can't do, what we will and will not do, what they will and will not allow. We are, we are seeing the turn, the tides are changing. But people are still believing in the false gods. The false promises, the the false uh, uh, prophecies of restoration with regards to this nation. They refuse to accept what's what is and what's going on, and that the Bible will be fulfilled. And 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 John chapter 6 verse 27 because we're 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 going into the the seventh uh the seventh seal and in john 6 verse 27 it says don't be so concerned about perishable things like food spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the son of man can give you for god the father has given me the seal of his approval and while though it is biblical to prepare i, I i'm teaching people for his um you know canning and and preparing and and how to you make sure that you're ready for the things that's taking place right now um just the other day um i had seen where eggs was five dollars eggs that uh, a week ago i was getting uh which was already high at 398 now it's 501 at walmart okay so so uh, you know i have been teaching people to how to freeze eggs and and because the prices were going up and look now we're we're paying we're paying double uh, on many things 
20, 30, 40, 50% higher, double than what we were paying for things a, a long time, uh, not, I mean, not long time, but shortly ago, just two years ago. And things are changing. But as we prepare still in the natural, we're to most importantly be prepared in the spirit, in the spirit of the living God. And so God, he has given the nations of the world centuries to repent of our sins and turn our hearts and minds toward him. And some people have wondered why Jesus has waited so long to come due to all the pain, the suffering, the sadness, the grief that is taking place on the earth. But what they fail to realize is that he is not that he has not wanted to come. The wait has been because God does not wish for anyone to be lost. In Second Peter verses three verse, Second uh, Peter chapter three verse nine. That Second Peter chapter three verse nine. It reads, "The Lord isn't slow about His promise, as some people think. No, He is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent." I'm glad God was patient with me when I used to be at the club, when I used to be doing things that I had no business doing. God was patient with me and allowed me to be able to come back into the fold, come into the acknowledgement of who He was, because I grew up in the church, but the church was not in me, and so therefore God gave me a chance to to get it right and and so John he he had seen uh, he had an opportunity at this point to see the opening of the six seals but yet there was something different about this seventh one that the Lord was about to open and this seal calls for there to be a silence in heaven for half an hour the other seals were judgments that were poured upon the land and had not required silence of this, of this magnitude. And can you imagine heaven being totally silent where there's no singing, where there's no praising, where there's no worshiping the Most High God? And yet this was what was to take place in John's vision. The judgments were not for those who were righteous, but for the wicked who had refused to turn from their, their evil ways and accept Christ is their savior and today even now we're preaching repent repent for the day of the lord is near and the world doesn't want to hear it the world they're saying no keep your religion to yourself uh, uh i believe on the last broadcast i had mentioned where i had seen uh, um um on our local website uh um that there were uh there was just one parent complaining about bibles being put in book bags at the school it was a church that donated bibles and people would complain about a Bible, but they won't complain about the school teaching sexual acts to children who have no business even knowing what some of that stuff is. They'll complain about the Bible, but they won't complain about men pretending to be women. They'll complain about the Bible, but they won't complain about uh, satanic clubs coming into the school. But this is the hour in which we're living in. But we know that in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 9 it says, For God have not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So we, we, we don't have to worry about the, we see there's a difference between persecution from the enemy. God didn't say we wouldn't be persecuted, but we, he did say that we would not be destined to his wrath. So the judgments that are coming down are not for the saints of God, it's for those who are wicked.
So what was different about this particular seal and why did it have to be silenced in heaven? And as we get ready to research the scriptures, we're going to find out more about the seventh seal and what heaven's silence meant. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment.
by John Reddick featuring Matt Mayer. God turn it around. We're still continuing on in, in Revelation and we're getting into Revelation chapter 8 verses 1 through 5. Revelation chapter 8 verses 1 through 5. And it reads, When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and the seven trumpets, trumpets were given to them. Another angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense together with the prayers of God's people went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. This silence in heaven, John describes heaven as being silent for about 30 minutes when the Lamb opened the seventh seal. And this lets you know that there was something of greater significance when this final seal was opened in contrast to the others. Even though they were not to be taken lightly. The seriousness of what the seal represented was recognized by all of heaven. This was no celebration, no moment of praise, but a matter of judgment to overtake the entire world. The Bible says in Habakkuk 2 verse 20, The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. Seven angels were standing before God and seven trumpets were given to them. These angels were the messengers who would give the judgments that were to be handed down from God from the face of the earth, upon the face of the earth. Angels are often used to administer the judgments of God all throughout the Bible. And we find examples of this in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah. If you recall that so the, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, an angel was also sent to, the, uh, to administer the judgment given to Herod Agrippa when he did not acknowledge God and he allowed himself to be worshipped as God. The Bible says in Acts chapter 12 verse 23, Immediately because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down and he was eaten by worms and died. Trumpets were also used to warn the people that judgment was soon to come. These angels who, were, who would administer the judgment of God were given trumpets to warn the inhabitants of the earth that they were about to be judged for their wickedness. See, see, we, 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 we want to hear the trumpet of God to let us know, hey, we're getting ready to go up out of here. We don't, we don't want the trumpet that's letting us know that there's about to be judgment. And in Joel chapter 2 verse 21 it says, Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand. One, this, this, this reminds me of when 
of Jericho when God had told the children of Israel that they were to march around for seven days around the walls of Jericho and they weren't to shout or anything during those six days but on that seventh day they were going to march around seven times and the priests were going to the priests the Levites were going to so were going to blow the trumpet and then when they blew the trumpet the walls came tumbling down that was a judgment for the city but it was it was a a a, a, a promise that was kept to the children of Israel it was victory for the children of Israel it was judgment upon the city of Jericho so when they heard the trumpet the trumpet meant two different things judgment for the city but victory for the people of God another angel came down before the golden altar holding a golden censer and was giving incense along with the prayers of the saints before God when we pray it's like a sweet smelling fragrance released before the throne of God and this is if you're praying in accordance to the will of God, because sometimes people can pray things that we know that is against the Lord. You can't you can't pray and ask the Lord to do something that you know goes against his word and goes against his will. But the prayers of the saints was like a sweet smelling fragrance released before the throne of God and just as a lit incense cannot be in a room and go unnoticed due to its aroma that it releases so it is with the prayers of the saints when his people cry out before him in prayer and it lets us know that that God he hears the petitions of the saints and they do not go unnoticed and sometimes you can pray and you you might feel like Lord you're not hearing my prayer Lord you're not you you're not answering me Lord I, I don't even know if you're listening to me but in Psalm chapter 141 verse 2 it reads may my prayer be set before you like incense may the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice and so the Lord has promised that when we pray and when we see his face that he does hear us he does answer us see so many people when they read the book of revelation they only see the judgments but it's also giving us hope it's also giving us comfort it's letting us know that the lord hears us he answers us he he doesn't ignore us he's with his children he thinks of us day and night because in heaven there is no night and he is the living he is the day the sun is not needed in heaven because jesus is the sun the angel they filled the censer up with fire from the altar and threw it down to the ground afterward the earth had a, a thunder and lightning and noise and an earthquake and this was an answer to the prayers of the saints who had been under attack their prayers had not gone unheard and god was administering judgment upon the earth how many times have you prayed and you like lord i don't know what what i don't know what's happening right now lord there's so much going on this is happening that is happening and lord don't think that people can do wrong to you and god will not avenge 
the wrong that was done. And that's why the Lord lets us know that vengeance is his because one day the things that was done wrong by the wicked people of the world to the saints of God, they're going to pay if they don't turn and repent and confess their sins. And this is why the Bible lets us know that we must confess our sins for he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you don't want to wait until it's too late till the judgment start coming down and then you, you, you acknowledge him then. The day of the Lord is now. We're going to take another quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Just ask your ways if they are stealing at the mention of his name. They'll say, my God is still the same as the walls. If they still fall out the mighty sound of praise, they'll say, my God is still the same. When did he break his promise? When did his kindness fail? Never has, never will. My God is still the same. God is still the 
My God is still the same by Sanctus Real. My God is still the same. And we know that he is still the same. He's still answering prayers and he is still God. And I just want to encourage you, let you know that your prayers are not going unheard. The Bible lets us know in Revelation that God hears our prayers and they're like an incense before him. And in Romans 12, verse 19, it lets us know this, though. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And while you may think that the wicked is getting away with this and that, and we're seeing all kinds of things that people have done that they haven't paid for, and you wonder, well, Lord, how long are you going to continue to allow this to happen? But the wicked may think that they're getting by with it all. However, God has the final say. And for those who don't repent, there will be a day of reckoning. And we're going to close right here. Um, Lord willing, on our next broadcast, we will be talking about the seven trumpets. And again, um, as I took some time earlier to say, I pray that you are being blessed by uh, by us uh, reading and, and learning in the book of Revelation because it is so important to the time in which we're living in right now. And don't worry about you you may say you know i don't know hebrew i don't know greek and that that's okay because guess what whatever it is that you don't know god has given us as teachers and apostles and prophets and and evangelists and and, and preachers to to pastors to teach the word of god we this doesn't discount you having that relationship with god for yourself and reading and and praying and having a personal relationship with jesus but at the same time he has also sent us here to help you in order to um, in addition to your own personal and private studies if you have not accepted Jesus into your heart today I ask that you would say this prayer with me Lord I'm a sinner have mercy on me creating me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me I accept Jesus into my heart today fill me cleanse me make me anew I accept you as the son of the living God have mercy on me and if you said that prayer then welcome to the body of Christ God loves you he cares for you he sent his son down here to die for you and all you have to do is accept him as your savior that doesn't mean stay in your sins it means you have to allow him to change you from the inside out amen god bless you we will be with you on the next broadcast lord's willing where we'll bring you a word that you may not have heard as it relates to the bible and end times this is it is finished with your host doctor and evangelist kale rich until next time you be blessed